When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We're with Jared Waitley from Melbourne. Jared Waitley is a man who's not known for gloating or rubbing things in, so we hope he's in that kind of mood this morning. What is the reaction in Australia to yet another world cricket title, Jared? Smithy, we're on a giddy high, it's fair to say. It means a lot, um, maybe more than you might imagine because Australia has won, obviously, multiple World Cup titles in the 50 overs before. A part of it is steeped in the idea that not many of us truly believe this team had a ghost hope at the start of the tournament of lifting the trophy. And then a few of the stories intertwine, the biggest of which is Mitch Marsh, who... so. It's time in Australia today, Smithy, to tell Mitch Marsh that we love him. He's been the whipping boy for so many in cricket circles, and then he turns in a performance like that when it matters most. How would you depict the New Zealand mood? We're depressed. We've had a triple whammy over the weekend, to be fair. The All Blacks got nailed by Ireland. Our Black Ferns rugby team, who we thought might be on the improve, were humbled by France. And then, of course, we, uh, we wake up to watch this this morning and we had pretty high hopes, actually, on the basis that we thought Australia might be vulnerable. They were anything but that, Jared. Uh, and that's an interesting point you make about uh, Mitch Marsh uh, and Sean Marsh. Is it because they're sons of Jeff Marsh? Is there anything in that? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is Sean's biggest crime is that he just makes runs all the time at shield level and he doesn't quite replicate that at the international, but he's hardly the first cricket to do that. But he's had he's had a sound career. But the the um, the vitriol toward Mitch Mars has always been a mystery to me. He's a he's a wonderful young man who desperately wants to be successful at his cricket. I think there's the idea that he was given more opportunity than he should have been on the idea that Australia really wanted an all-rounder. But I called him with his first test century at the Wacker and he, he took off like a, a football striker when he got it. He just dropped everything and went veering off and then he backed that up in Sydney. He has been in and out of the side. People think too many times, but he always... I just felt he would have a moment like this at some stage in his career. I reckon he's already had it in two Ashes tests, but... But that was something else in the early hours of this morning. So you've seen power hitting in all forms, Mm. Smithy. It seemed to me he was swinging as hard as anybody I've ever seen with the way he was at it last night. Well, it started from the first ball. He made a heck of a statement and he just said to New Zealand, this is my time, this is my day, Uh, this is my win. And along with uh, uh, David Warner, that kind of mood can feel a bit infectious. So... Um, David Warner, obviously uh, outstanding in a couple of innings there too. 
uh, Jared. But, and the, uh, the other thing I, I think is probably good from Australia's point of view is on the eve of the Ashes, it looks like Justin Langer, if he ever was losing the dressing room, might have it back. It, yeah, it, it certainly puts an end to that because I think there was a risk. There was a very real risk that that could have overwhelmed the team uh, in an Ashes summer uh, for the main event. If they'd been terrible and been bundled out, I think they would have arrived home to a, a ferocious um, environment, which has the risk of um, of undermining what they were trying to do. What did you think at halfway? What did you think of 172? I was very conscious of the depth of the Australian batting on what I'd seen against um, uh, against Pakistan uh, a few days ago. So I knew you'd go, and, and with Wade and, and Stoinis in form, I knew you'd have to go, you'd be able to go deep, but we had to get wickets at the top. But I thought 170-odd was good. I mean, that was the highest total ever chased down in a T20 World Cup final uh, because of various reasons. It was just uh, the fact of the matter. And, and, and Finch, uh, well, I always thought that he was vulnerable. He just can't uh, seem to buy a run every now and then um, on, the big ca- uh, on the big stage. But uh, I knew we had to get Warner. I knew we had to get Warner in the opening blast from Bolt, and I knew that uh, if Marsh got set, we were in big trouble, and that proved to be the case. I've seen him do it to sides before Mitch Marsh. He did it to us one day at the Manukau uh, Rover in, in Canberra when he, he really did. He just belted uh, Matt Henry all around that ground, and it was quite embarrassing, really. So uh, I, I've seen it, um, and he, he's, he's a fine player. No doubt about that. He's a hell of a player. So um, no issue for me there um, in that respect, mate. No issue at all. Uh, Australia going okay in the rugby without quite getting up against England. <laughs> that was another one. Yes, yes. Hey, just I know there's um, there's disappointment, but the, the innings of Kane Williamson, so what was it, yep. one off seven, and then, gosh, didn't he lead? There, there was there was some uh, almost some un Kane Williamson stuff in there. He played the unorthodox in the T20 as that innings went on. He was terrific. Yeah, he, he was. He, he, I mean, he, we've come to uh, expect that. There's a thing, steady, steady the ship, Kane. You can rely on Kane, Kane for Prime Minister, all those sorts of <laughs> things. And it's, it's, it's well and truly warranted. He's right up there with the most popular Kiwis uh, you can uh, put a name to at the moment and has been for quite some time. Uh, but Australia, did they lose to England at rugby? Did, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. The Wallabies, um, we don't invest too much of our emotional worth in the Wallabies just for the time being. (laughs) It must be the most lopsided. Other than, what was it, Serena Williams and Maria Sharapova as a rivalry, it must be the most lopsided (laughs) of all. There's this Bledisloe Cup, which uh, it's an ancient relic. I I presume we'll have to get it from the museum where they keep the Raiders of the Lost Ark at at some stage. Um, Just what about the dynamic around cricket? Uh, Smithy, you, you've lived it, that, that, and I know you referred to it as the big brother, little brother thing. Do you think mm. – so in Australia, once <laughs> nobody believed in the team, and then they beat Pakistan, and then everyone believed that they would beat New Zealand, despite what New Zealand has been doing in pinnacle moments. Is there is there something entrenched that plays a role? Yes. Yes, there is, actually. Uh, I can I can confirm that we, way back in the day where you know it took a while for Australia to really recognise New Zealand as a as a cricketing a worthy cricketing opponent. Uh, we would send sides over there to play in your Gillette Cup, so we'd play against uh, the state sides. And when Australia did send a touring side here, it would be like Sam Trimble's eleven or something of that nature, which was very much a B team as such. And it took ages for us to to get the credibility. I think when we beat you in 1973 in Christchurch. 
when you had a very, very strong side with the, the chapels, etc. Um, I think we started to get to a little bit of, uh, I won't say respect, but a little bit of credence. Um, but we've, we've carried this for a long time, Jared. We, we have. And, and we need, whenever we play against Australia, we need to start well. Otherwise, that uh, is pretty much firmly entrenched in our minds that it's just not going to happen again today. So there is that, and I'm sure there were thoughts uh, when Mitch Marsh got going along with, uh, with, uh, with particularly with David Warner, uh, having got that respectable total, I'm sure that there were several thoughts on our, within our group along those lines because they've seen it before, they've done it mm-hmm. before, they've felt it before. And, uh, I mean, just go back to the, the three-test series. Uh, you know, when we came over here, over there with such a side, we thought was going to absolutely make a bit of history, and we weren't even in the race then, uh, and yep. that's more of the same. What of so at that venue in this tournament, ten the ten chasing teams at night all won. Was there, given the circumstance, was there too much hinged on the toss? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I were. I guess there was. If you look at those, I mean, they, they don't lie. Those numbers don't lie. But I, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, going into a tournament of that nature because usually dry wickets tend to die in terms of their speed and their pace, and it's generally, generally harder generally harder to chase. Usually sides in days gone by liked batting first on those because the ball was going to be skidding across a relatively uh, good surface. But on the, on the basis that you knew it was going to be harder to hit later on, you always like to get the runs on the board. This was the exact reverse. I mean, how often do Australian sides, to, to be honest, put teams in? In Australia, never. Might think about it uh, once out of 20 times, but they'll still bat first themselves. And so that was quite foreign in terms of tactics. Yeah, yeah. So uh, until next year is so what we've got a T20 series in New Zealand and yeah. then um, October, November, the title's back up for grabs in these parts. Yeah, and we look forward to it greatly, Jared, as we do speaking to you um, every time we get a chance to do so. So have a great Monday. Yours will be greater than ours. You can rest assured yes. with that. Um, and we shall persevere and try and get you next time. Thank you very much, uh, <laughs> Good Jared. Stuff. Congratulations. Well done, mate. Thank you.